Let's talk about the recent trade in store and why it's really good, but also kind of not so good. This is the MCOC Me podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. Well, it's uh, Wednesday, December 15th. Christmas is 10 days away, which is crazy. This year has absolutely flown by. I feel like the year started like, you know, four weeks ago, but here we are. And I'm continuing my seven year appreciation series here, if you will. And today I wanted to focus on the trade-in store that dropped last week. Now, there's been a lot of videos about the trade-in store. There's been a lot of reactions, reviews, etc. I'm going to try to give, as I always do on this show, just a pragmatic, sort of unbiased review of everything because I'm going to look at this as just the facts. That's how I do everything. So, let's jump into my thoughts regarding the trade-in store. Here's some of the good points about it, because I always want to start with the good stuff. And based on my notes here, I don't really have a whole lot of bad stuff. It's just, you know, it's a pretty good balance here. Um, What I find really good about it, I think it's a great way for a lot of progressing players to earn some Awakening Gems for their three and their four and their five-star champions. Depending on how you're playing the game right now, and if you are cashing in on certain crystals uh, from doing your solo objectives, you may be finding yourself... Uh, with a bit of an overflow. And the fact that you can kind of cash these in and get yourself, you know, some generic four-star Awakening Gems, um, a class uh, five-star, you know, a class three-star, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's really good for a lot of progressing players because right now in the game, as opposed to it was seven years ago, it was really hard to kind of get um, Awakening Gems. It was really tough to sort of find them unless you were really grinding through content. Well, this store is giving players the opportunity to take those overflow items and put them into the store to try to awaken a champion or two or three that will really help them progress through early pieces of content and maybe even some stuff that could be a little harder for them right now. Uh, Another really good point about this store is that it is really good for roster expansion. Uh, And what I mean for expansion is I don't mean in terms of like obtaining champions. I'll get to that a little bit later, but... I like the fact that you can trade in some, um, I believe it's tier three catalyst crystals or something. Um, You can trade those in and get yourself some tier four. Nothing really in the tier five except for those two percenters. But um, it's really good for a lot of champions and for a lot of players who are kind of like sitting in that sort of limbo of who, like I want to rank up this champion, but I can't right now because I'm missing stuff. Well, if you are sort of, like I said, having an overflow, if you see yourself having too much of something, this is good to kind of cash in right now and get yourself into a position to rank up certain champions to make your roster stronger. I know I said the word expansion, but to me, that's kind of like, you know, expanding either, um, you know, with more champions in your roster or just kind of, you know, expanding your strength of your roster, you know, increasing the PIs, increasing the ranks, all that good stuff. So it is cool to get, you know, certain um, tier four catalysts because right now, like for example, where I am is I have turned my attention away from ranking up five-star champions to ranking up my six-star champions. I've I've obtained a lot from this year. It's actually been really cool to see how my six-star roster has grown. But um, I will rare, I mean, not say rarely, but I will rank up a five-star champion right now in order to clear certain, you know, pathways in Act 6, which I'm still doing, but I don't want to if I don't have to. 
because the way the game is going, I want to focus on my six-star champions, and especially when they're going from rank one to rank two, you're going to want to have some tier four catalysts at your disposal per class just to make sure you can rank up more than one champion. And then finally, this is what I think is the really, really great part of the store right now, is that the potions and revives are, are there for the taking. I mean, if you are, like, I would spend this time right now in this week just farming your ass off. That's what I've been doing. I've been farming a lot of level one revives to turn into level two revives to turn into level three revives. And the halls of healing are probably going to go live here in about um, two minutes or so. So if you are doing that coupled with farming, you could find yourself having a bevy of revives and potions, especially if you're trying to take on um, more difficult pieces of content. Like right now, I am sort of gearing up to do one path of the abyss before this year is over. And that's from, you know, just me kind of sitting on, you know, this idea of doing it. But I want to have, you know, the right revives. I want to have enough units as well. So having this opportunity within the store right now to trade in and get more stronger revives. So I'm not really diving into the whole, you know, the unit section of things. That's really cool. And I'm glad that they're doing that because a lot of players who are really kind of like, you know, running on fumes in terms of revives and potions, this is a great time for them to load up for stuff that is incoming next year. Now, here's kind of the not so great of things. Um, and this is very obvious off the top. The price for the six star gems. Um, these are really hard to obtain. I don't own multiple class um, five star gems. The ones that I have that are kind of close are mutant and skill, but I'm one off from either. I tried my hardest to sort of, you know, spin the bottle and get the right one, but um, I, I couldn't. So I'm, I'm thinking for a lot of players, if you are, um, you know, going for your initial completion of Abyss, or maybe you're trying to clear all of Act 6, you're going to have a better chance of getting a six-star gem there. Obviously, it's a little bit of a longer process. It might cost you more, but you're also kind of, you know, double dipping. You're clearing content and you're getting the gem at the same time. So, you know, that's kind of, that was like my big gripe with the whole thing because I was really trying to cash those in and I wish that, you know, those gems were more of a selector type thing. So that way a lot of players could really awaken six-star champions because a lot of, I feel like a lot of players don't really have all those gems at this moment. Um, the next thing I didn't find, which was great, which was kind of coupled in with the six-star thing is that whole process was very RNG-based. I wish that it wasn't RNG-based. I wish it was just kind of like, hey, here's, you know, trade it in, here you go. But the fact that you're, you know, like I said, playing the spin the bottle type um, method with this whole thing, um, it left a lot of players kind of feeling upset. I wasn't like too upset, but I tried my hardest to try to get a six-star gem, which I couldn't. But you know what? I got a pretty good amount of five-star gems right now. And, you know, that's good to have, but I don't really have any champions that I really want to awaken at the moment i'm just going to try my hand at you know pulling them in the uh, crystal because as we all know once you awaken a champion using a gem you end up awakening them in a pull later now i did kind of break that rule a little bit because i finally got shang chi the other night in a uh, dual class crystal which i was super stoked about but i used one of my generic five star gems on him because you know why i don't know when the hell i'm gonna get him again but you know what i had it i'm gonna use it it's my game it's the way i want to play it uh, the next thing that I found was not so great was I wish that there were offers for trading in shards. Your three-star shards, your four-star shards, 
five, you know, whatever. I wish there were offers to do that because it would have been cool to, you know, have a way to really obtain different crystals, you know, get certain champions. Like last year we had the Epoch shards and if they kind of did something like that this year where if you traded in shards, you could find yourself getting a champion, you know, obviously they had it for, you know, when you, if you're buying them right now with units and such like that, that's how you can get the champions. But I wish that it wasn't based on units. I wish that if you had some extra shards lying around, you could trade them in for a certain crystal and try your hand at pulling a champion from, you know, the several years that this game has been a part of our lives. <laughs> and I will say that it has been a little bit of a, <laughs> it's been a part of my life for the last seven years, but in a very cool and fun way. And then finally, um, the not so great thing about it was, you know, there's a lot of skippable offers. Um, depending on where your progression is in the game, there's probably certain things that you can't obtain at the moment, but there's certain things that you look at and you're like, eh, I don't need to waste my, um, you know, resources on that. Like, I'm not looking for three-star uh, signature stones, gems, you know, four-star stuff. Nah, not really. Five and six are where I'm at right now, but I skipped a bunch of that stuff. I kind of traded in some stuff to get some tier four catalysts, but like I said, I'm really just kind of hammering away at trying to get a lot of revives and potions and all that stuff. But the majority of the store, um, you can skip if you can, but there also might be certain things that, you know, you can't really obtain depending on where you are in the game. So if I were to give this a score like out of a, you know, out of a 10, I, I'd give it a 7. Because with, you know, I just wish the cost of certain items were a little bit more reasonable. But there are some really great offers for progressing players. And I think that's what's really important is that, you know, if you have the ability, like I said, to get certain things, go for it. But if you can't, no big deal. There's plenty of content out there to go ahead and knock stuff out. Like if you haven't done any of the variants, if you haven't really done anything in Act 7 or 6, um, and it's all still waiting for you, you still have that chance to go out there and get that stuff. Um, this is nice for the time being. Um, but like I said, I just wish that certain things were not as pricey and I wish there were other things that were available as well. But, you know, like I said, 7 out of 10. It was cool. I like it. And I tell you what, the revives and the potions thing potions thing, excuse me. Um, that's the real big saving grace of this whole thing. Because once I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, I'm full on in. Let's farm. Let's get some of the good stuff. Um, that's all I have for today, but I want to end the episode with this. And this is a lot different from what I've usually said, um, because I always end with a phone call uh, and reaching out to people, but that's kind of a given. But here's the thing. Spider-Man No Way Home comes out this weekend. And I know that we're all excited for it. I'm going tomorrow at 3 p.m. I can't wait. My college roommate and I are going to go. We are stoked about it. We've been texting back and forth. Uh, we both hope that at the end of the movie, the song Hero by Chad Kroger plays because that would just be the cherry on top of everything. But here's the thing. Please, 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 if you go and see it, do not spoil it for anyone. I grew up at a time where when you went to the movies, you had to look in the newspaper to find which time your movie was playing. You would go, go with your friends, and then talk about it afterwards. There was no Wikipedia. There was no Twitter, Facebook, all this stuff. So don't spoil it for everybody. I've seen a couple people on Twitter talk about that Oh, I already saw it spoiled. I'm not going to go this, this, and that. Okay, that's bullshit. 
just shut your mouths, shut off your devices. Don't spoil the fun for everybody, okay? Don't be that guy. And secondly, when you go to the theater and you got your popcorn, maybe you got your, you know, Coca-Cola, maybe your Slurpee, which I could actually go for a Slurpee right about now. I had a pretty good workout. Actually, also made a killer root beer float the other night. But anyway, I digress. When you do go, please, 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 just treat the theater staff with kindness. Clean up your mess. Throw away your stuff. Don't be a dick, okay? Times are very weird right now. I know up here in New York, they've kind of reinstated some mask mandates. But you know what? Don't let that and don't let your own ego affect other people. Okay, these are people that are, that are working hard right now to do whatever they got to do for the holidays. They're just trying to, you know, make a living. Don't be a jerk. Throw away your popcorn. Throw away your stuff. Don't make a mess, okay? And if you see someone making a mess, you know, you don't have to, don't have to call them out, but just do the right thing, okay? Just pick it up. Help out the people who are working really hard to give you a really good theatrical experience, Okay? And also, don't reach out to me tomorrow, <laughs> okay? I'm going to go. I'm going to go have a good time. I'm probably going to get one more episode in before I go to the movie tomorrow. But I am beyond stoked, and I can't wait. And also, call your friends. Call your people. It's the holiday season. Spread some joy. Spread some cheer. We got gifting happening soon. Let's all be nice to each other. This is the MCOC Me Podcast, and I'll talk to you all next time.